Are there things in life that scare you a little? Uh-huh. But excite you a lot? Let's go! Are you chasing those things? Uh-huh. Or are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, I guarantee you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is... The Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Wing It Rise Up. I'm so excited that you guys are here with us today, and I have this amazing, amazing lady with us, Beth Lefevre. I was connected with her just last week, and we have so much in common on our topics and what we love to discuss. And I'm just really excited because I know this will be a blessing conversation and just Super excited to have you here. So thank you, Beth, for coming. And will you introduce yourself to our listeners about who you are and all the things that you do? Yes. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. I am as super as excited to be here. I, yes, I got connected through you through a friend last week. I was giving a presentation on my book. I just self-published my first book called 24 Hours to More. And it's really a journey for me through what I've learned so far uh, through life through introspecting and really trying to, you know, make the most of my life and kind of what I've learned. And I want to share that with other people because I think that we're here for human connection and to really help others, you know, realize their greatest potential and live their best life. I love that. And um, I love that you said human connection because I feel like One of the reasons I fell in love with podcasting is just the chance to inspire and talk to as many people as possible and hear so many perspectives. And like you said, like introspective, like all the things that we do to better ourselves each day. It's always a blessing to hear from other people and hear because we're all on a completely different journey. We all take everything that we gather from our lives, you know, as we go. And I think like the human mind is so amazing how we're able to just create these amazing conversations and bless people with our words. And I love it. So thank you so much for coming. I just ordered my book, 24 Hours to More. I can't wait to read it because my listeners, if they've been with me since the beginning, they know I'm super into like this rising up and this living our lives. And, you know, like, why aren't we always running after our dreams? You know, what are we waiting for? Exactly. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Like, if we always wait till we're ready, we'll never do anything. (laughs) Yes, right. So I totally agree. It's like the getting getting ready to get ready idea where it's, you're just talking about doing things, but then what are you actually doing toward what you want, you know, and what you want to achieve. And one of my biggest things is um, walking the walk instead of talking the talk. And that was a realization I had with many people. Um, You know, it's like, are you actually taking action? Are you living what you're saying? Are you being authentic and being true? Or are you just talking about doing it? Right. It's it's a different bucket. And that's actually something I struggled with even this last year because I had been talking about writing a book and getting into coaching and all these things that I was working toward. And then finally, it came to the point where I had to make that shift and I had to jump from talking about doing it to actually doing it and jumping in and saying, launching my book. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to do. And then going through the process and the actions you need to take to do it. Right. And I love that you said that because I actually, after our call, will have my first talk with someone that may edit and publish my book that I, 10 years ago, I was literally meeting with somebody when I had my son and I wanted to write a book. I was like, I am into this. I love creative writing. I love, I just love writing. And I 
but I wasn't ready yet. That's okay. I gave myself some grace. Like I wasn't like emotionally ready yet. I haven't done the inner work. I hadn't done the things that I needed to do. And I realized how much it, you know, the calling was always there for me, but I just wasn't ready. And I love that you, you know, brought that up just because, you know, we talk about doing a lot of things and I've been known for doing this. Like I talk about doing things and then, you know, I get in my own, in my own way. I, I start to tell myself I either can, or I don't have time. And I, I started to, you know, cut that out. I think mostly because the last two years have been just so pivotal for me and I've really opened my heart and mind and I've just basically told myself that I can do it. I have the time. It's just about like really focusing and settling, you know, setting down that time to do it. Um, and just like you said, just simply walking the walk, not just saying I'm going to do it, just doing it and making it happen. Um, it's just really, really, um, just really cool just to live this life. And just be blessed to do all the things and just open your mind to like all these opportunities and you never know what's going to happen next. So, um, you know, so we both course, like the yeah. outdoor yard people are walking by right now to leaf blow. <laughs> so that's okay. If we that. get that, we'll, I'll, um, I'll mark down five minutes and have the, have the, uh, podcast people help me, uh, maybe yeah. down. but I haven't heard yeah. that yet. Real life, right? Real life getting in the way. <laughs> we are both real life people. And I was just about to say, we both have four children. So we are both. Um, super busy, you know, with the yes. kids and all of the things, but both not letting it get in our way. You know, it's just very easy to get wrapped up in, you know, I've got this to do, I've got this to do. But what I was thinking about when you said, you know, talking the talk and walking the walk, I can realize like in those 10 years, like, yes, I, you know, was busy, you know, raising our family and getting our kids moving. But I really feel like, you know, even just like suppressing my dreams and goals can lead to some frustration and just not pure joy and happiness just by, you know, saying, well, this is just what it is right now or whatever it is. And, and I, I give myself grace, but I'm just glad that I'm finally, like you, you said, we're just at that walk the walk um, time in our lives where we're going after all the things. But I think one of the messages I try to give our listeners is how many people you know, do feel stuck and do just go through the motions and aren't giving themselves the things that light them up. You know, if you don't give yourself that joy, it it does kind of, you know, kind of leave your life a little, not miserable, but just in that, like, I was reading um, something you read earlier, like tolerating your life. Like you're just like, you're just going through the motions. You're just on autopilot. And so can you tell our listeners like how you kind of got off of that, out of that stuck tolerating your life? you know, yes. plateau and how yeah, you, definitely. yeah. Um, so one of the things too, that I've realized, I mean, time, time equals our life, right? Literally mm -hmm. that is what we have. That is basically our money is our time and how you dedicate and spend your time creates your life. And I had this realization, um, a few years ago, the idea just popped into my head about, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And what are you going to do with your 24 hours? And for some reason, at that time, George Clooney popped up in my mind, and I'm not exactly sure. I think maybe he just had a movie come out, and I remember him from Facts of Life, like, years ago. And then, of course, ER blew up his career. But, of course, you think about him and, and Oprah and Reese Witherspoon and just all these different individuals. They weren't—Oprah was born Oprah, but she wasn't born Oprah, right? I mean, she created this— based off of her personal intentions and her choice and making the choices she needed to every day. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had that thought and I was like, huh. And then as I started to really truly introspect in where I was and Brene Brown calls this a self-awakening, the world calls it a midlife crisis. 
but it's not, right? It's it's a midlife awakening that happens between like 35 and 50, where you've gone through the, the, the I call it checking the boxes, right? And I say, right. check it, the boxes are bullshit. Okay, sorry for the swearing, but like we're told that all these boxes are created for us to find happiness, right? After we've achieved it, then you find happiness, but it's actually the happiness within that journey. And it's the happiness of achieving your college, or it's the happiness of finding the relationship and making it its best. But we just think, oh no, you find your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your partner and you get married and then you get married and then you have children and then you have children and then you have, or you buy the house and then you get the dog and then you have the children and you're just constantly, and you have the job and you're just checking these boxes that like, okay, this is what society says. This is what the world says we need to do in order to have a real life and to be happy. And then you wake up in your life and you're like, wait, I'm not happy. Like I've been doing all of these things that people have said to me I, I should be doing or need to be doing to be happy. And yet you've maybe ignored yourself or ignored what is calling to you or ignored a passion or not taking care of yourself in your health. And again, it's that autopilot. It's getting up. It's, it's just mm-hmm. not even paying attention to what you're doing with your day. And as I was starting to introspect, and really I had a year of my own personal self-awakening, but years building up to that, where I had the aha moment of like, I do not need to tolerate my life. Life is not meant to be tolerated. It is meant to be lived and it is meant to be lived in the moment. And all we truly have is today, which I know like there's these cliches, right? But they're cliches because they're real and they're true and they resonate. You know, this idea of living for today has been around since Socrates. So I'm certainly not like recreating the wheel here. I'm just framing it in a new way that perhaps uh, resonates with other people. Because to think about making changes in your life, it can get very overwhelming very fast. And so if you bring it down into just today, which is all that we truly have, and today makes up your life in miniature form, which is a great quote I just heard, Because it's not all of the big moments, it's all these small moments that we're doing that make up your life. And so what are the choices that you're making? What are the decisions? What are the actions that you're taking for you that align you with finding internal joy and happiness? Because we are only, we can only make ourselves happy. Yes, I love that so much. Yeah, I I agree with everything like that self-awakening. And it's so funny that you said what, between 35 and 50, I'm about to be 37. So it's funny how, you know... Uh, for me, it was, I didn't, you know, I guess I, you don't really realize that you're kind of like an autopilot because you are so busy checking those boxes and you think like, oh, you know, we're doing all the things. <laughs> we're yes. doing all the things. I mean, this intentional like mindset shift and not everyone's going to get it. People are probably like, what is she taking? Uh, nothing. No. I found <laughs> nothing. I found my, you know, I've leaned into my purpose and my passion. And I wrote about this on my Instagram the other day, just being, I was in Nashville with my husband and I was literally writing down, I was just ba- basically doodling, like writing down the things I was good at, writing down the things that excited me and how quickly the universe shifted and everything started to just like, you know, align. Like I was so aligned with just that simple act of just giving myself time to think about the things that I wanted to do. And I really feel like when people get that inner joy because they're leaning into their creative side or whatever they're really called here to do, they're just on a different, they're just on a different frequency. You know, you see these people all the time where they're just vibing out every single, you know, I mean, obviously we run into, you know, things in our day that aren't always joyful, but you have like a mindset, like a mindset reframe or a pivot or a way to kind of pivot yourself out of those spirals because they're going to happen. It's life. But you want what we want our listeners. I know you and I both feel this way. We want them to 
you know, really like lean into this um, excitement in their life. Like they want you know, to, to, to grasp that energy, to live their lives and to go after the things that they want, because we are only here for a certain amount of time. And um, I'll have to share some of my favorite quotes with you later, because everybody here that's listening to me, I love my quotes. I am so big on my quotes because they open my mind and like, yes, that's right. Like, why would we not go after the things that we want? You know, that's what we're here for. And I really believe that everybody has a unique purpose and calling and whether it's, you know, how they're going to fulfill their entire day job or something that they, you know, um, a side gig or whether it's a volunteer position, they need to lean into those things because that's where you fill your, you know, your, your life with joy. I really feel like that's like the secret, like that's the secret. (laughs) So like, and I, you see it all the time. So many people that just aren't, even close to grasping it. And it's, it's, I'm sure for you, as it is for me, it's a little cringeworthy to just like, you just want it for them. You're like, go after it, go do those things. Um, But you know, it's daunting. Like you said, you have to take it piece by piece. I'm sure neither you or I flipped a switch. And then the next day it was, you know, we were on this energy level or this frequency. It took inner work. It took time. It took, um, all of the things that we do, you know, I'm sure you have a routine, you know, you probably get up and you read and you do your things, but it does take that inner work. And it takes, sometimes it's not the easiest thing to dig down deep and do. Would you agree? Oh yes, definitely. It's, you know, it it changes hard, right? Mm -hmm. That's why people don't do it. They have their comfort zone, right? I mean, that's one of the biggest things and the people I've listened to or, gotten, you know, tried to get help from because of certainly, you know, I went in full, like listening to books mode, as I was trying to figure this out. And I continue to do that because it's easier to stay in the lane in the zone, right? It's easier, like, why, why rock the boat? Why? But right, the, the, the work is worth it, right? But the change is hard. And so it requires a daily commitment, which is why, again, like if you're looking at it in living presently and mindfully and looking at it 24 hours at a time, you you recommit the next day, right? Every day is a new day. And that's another right. hard concept for people to understand because they think, well, I did this yesterday. I need to do this again today. And that's false. You don't actually right. need to. You can at any point decide to make the change you want to make and then commit to it and, re- and continue to recommit to it. I mean, as I was going through my divorce, every day I was asking myself, is this really what I, I need to be doing? And it was like a resounding yes coming from inside of me, right? But I was always checking in with myself. And that's where, you know, we're not, we're not taught to listen to our thoughts. We're not taught to listen to our feelings. I mean, we are, but then it's kind of like, oh, well, you're overreacting. I mean, this is what I've heard even growing up. It's like, you're overreacting. You're so sensitive. Why are you thinking that way? Why are you doing it that way? And once you finally start to take it back and realize your thoughts matter and your whispers that are going on inside of your head are, are, are for you. They're, they're your inside voice speaking to you. And then your feelings, how you're feeling, whether it's sad or, or hurt or angry, all are valid and matter. Like, period. Done. Your feelings matter. If you're yes. having them, you need to be surrounded by people who are willing and accepting. And I was not in that environment, right? So it's paying attention to your environment. I mean, it's a whole process of really a deep evaluation of where are you at what do you need? What do you need to surround yourself with? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I mean, it's definitely like you've said, it's a deep dive, full understanding. And then it's an everyday understanding. 
it's not like once you understand you're done, it's like every day. It's constant. And I think that's another reason why people fall off of it is because consistency is difficult for people. And I'm an avid exerciser. So you see it all the time. People are like, I'm getting in shape and you, it's coming soon because it's about to be New Year's Day. Yes, I'm getting right. in shape this year. And they like all fall off by February. Like, you know, it's, but I think it's because they all go, everyone goes too hard too quick. How about give yourself 10 minutes a day read a devotional one. Don't read like five, like I do. You don't have to go too hard. Uh, but you know, just, just taking those little action steps, like they lead up to big things and the, you know, the consistency is definitely the problem. Everybody thinks it's a flip the switch. I did all my personal development in one day or even one week, but you know that it, for me, I, I told somebody on one of my podcasts, like I'm constantly like mind reframing and I'm constantly coaching myself throughout the day. I have my four kids home all the time. We're doing homeschooling and I've got all these things that I want to do. So I'm constantly, we can do this. Like It's just constant. It's not like, I'm ever just like this world's like most perfect parent. Like I have my meltdowns. I have my times where I have to be like, okay, Lindsay, bring it back in. <laughs> like remember yes. the, remember the bigger purpose. Remember what we're here for. Remember what we're doing. And just that constant mindset teaching, which I don't think I ever had before because I don't think I was living very intentionally, which most people aren't. We're all just kind of living. Um, but it's just getting very intentional and knowing that, Every day is a chance to be better than yesterday. And so that's kind of how I live my life, just this opportunity. There's opportunity everywhere. There's opportunity tomorrow to be a better mom, opportunity to be a better wife, opportunity to get better at podcasting, oppor- you know, yes. opportunity. You just never know what's going to be just right, you know, right there for you. And I think so many really don't open their hearts and minds to this because they just feel like I'm just meant to go to this job. I'm just meant to do this. And this and this and this. And like I said, it's okay if like that's your job to pay your bills and that's your thing to do, but you can still lean into that creative side and you can still take small action steps to something you might want the next day. Like if it's writing a book, start writing. You don't have to write the whole thing in one night. (laughs) Just start writing. And these are little things that like took me a lot of time because I'm known for like wanting everything to be done like right away. Um, But it's, but I've started to, you know, see the progress and I've started to see things happen, but you have to take that step. And I'm just, you know, I'm just blessed to have that mindset. And I know you feel the same way. It can bring you so much joy. Yes. And it's also an individual journey, right? Mm -hmm. So your better, how you define better as a better mom is based on your personal perspective of what creates a better mom, right? So it's not even, it's never a competition, which Mm -hmm. we're taught everything is a competition. And yet it's truly for you. It's truly for you. And there is no right or wrong, right? Like Dwayne Dyer, again, another quote, like you said, (laughs) there's my way and there's your way. There's not the way. There are are an infinite number of ways to, to live your life, to fill your cup, to, I mean, I, I got divorced and my friends were like, well, how come you're not dating right away? I'm like, cause I'm filling my cup with me and my goals. Cause I had clear definitive goals, which is super important because it gives you focus. So that's mm-hmm. definitely one area I would suggest to your listeners is just focus. Cause a lot of people don't even ask themselves, what is it that I want? You know? And they say, I don't right. know. It's like, well, let's start there. What is it that you want truly? And be and, and like, there's shame around that, right? You get into a whole, like, well, who am I to want that? Well, you're this person. You are absolutely just as important as anybody else in wanting that and creating that for yourself, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just a constant journey of trying to figure it out, right? And it's just, uh, there is no right or wrong way. And I mean, it's just another quote, another guy that I loved was Bob Proctor, we're born rich. And his quote is that you can't sow and reap in the same season. And, and that to me was like, so I sowed in 2017 and then I reaped for a few years and then I fell back into sowing. And you're like, wait, why am I, I feel like I'm um, like, not being productive, but in fact, you're in the, you're like reworking on yourself again, right? Because you've already okay. you've elevated, you, you've moved up the, the hill or you've, you've got, you've reached the peak of a mountain or a hill that you were climbing. And then you have a new perspective and then you need to go back down and figure out, okay, what is it that I need to do next to, to, right. to climb that next mountain? It does seem um, like so many, sometimes. <laughs> you said so many things I want to touch on, like the your way and my way. As a former competitor, like I swam in college, um, competitiveness was, you know, the name of the game. And, you know, into motherhood, you start to realize there are many ways to do it. You really, to each their own, because, oh my gosh, the motherhood shaming and, oh, it can be way too much. But I love that you said that because it's not everyone's one way. And the more I've also learned and tuned into like my personality type, like, I don't know if anybody does some of those things where they start to realize like, we're all made so like uniquely, like there's going to be different like ways you're going to get there in your love language. Like once I learned my love language, so much more made sense about why I do the things that I do or why I want the things that I want. And it doesn't make it wrong. And you also touched on the emotional things like, Oh, she's too emotional. She's too much. This I started to read this book by Dr. Jaya John, like Fragrance After Rain. It's just so peaceful because it's like everything is allowed, you know, like you're allowed to be the way you are. Like if you're emotional, feel it. That's exactly how it's supposed to be. And I started to used to, I used to always think that that was like, I don't know, the worst thing about me. I'm like, why can't I just be like everyone else and just not feel these things? And then the older I got, the realize I'm like, that's my superpower. The fact that I can feel and tune into these things like that is a superpower. Some people don't even can't even touch on the way they're feeling or get even like, I really believe that that's just something you're really, really blessed with. And for the longest time, I used to just wonder why I was why I was the way I was. I was just like, what's wrong with me? Um, And so I love that you touched on that too. And so all those beautiful things you just said, and now I totally have pivoted into a bunch of different things, but I wanted to touch base on that too, because all of it was spot on. And everyone needs to know that their journey is their own, like to each their own. And that's the beautiful thing. And that's also why it's great to talk to all kinds of people and have these deep conversations about life because you're going to get so much great perspective and um, just advice, I really feel like. Um, So let me ask you this. So how did you find that this was like, you know, life coaching and just writing your book, like was part of your like passion and purpose. Was there like a clear sign? Was it something you felt in your heart? And just like, how did it lead up to this? Sure. So, um, I am coming into my purpose and actually I just clearly defined it. I I hired a mentor coach this last year as well, because being a coach, it's like, you got to have a mentor coach because they like keep you on track and they help you figure out what you need to be doing and where you need to be going. So I defined my purpose as like deep, honest, constructive conversations. And 
now I look back and that I've always, I light up at conversations, but I want them to be truthful and I want them to be honest and I'm not into surface stuff. I've never have been. Doesn't mean every conversation has to be like super crazy deep, right? But I also want for you to be your true and authentic self. I want to hear from you, like, how are you really feeling? You know, like, let's, let's really talk about, because this, again, we have today. Right. So I don't want to do the, how are you fine? How are you fine? Like if you've got something going on, let's talk. Right. Right. And then, um, but then going back to when I went to college, I wanted to major in psychology and uh, was steered in a different direction uh, to go into the business school by, you know, my dad who, whatever, we take guidance from our parents and that's part of our journey and part of our learning and understanding where perhaps our guidance was misdirected or where it benefited you, right? Because I'm where I'm at and I've had a long career in marketing and sales. And I believe all of my experience that I've gained up until now has actually set me up for this moment, right? Has set me up for me to launch my own business, for me to be doing my book, um, you know, speaking events. And, and I love getting to meet new people. I want to surround myself with strong, independent women, Um whether you've succeeded at creating a business or you have a desire to do that, right? Like if you're, right. if you're into yourself. So psychology, so if you go back to my 20s, right, I was interested, interested in psychology, got into marketing, which I think is a part of that. And then really was always having conversations with people, right? And always like people would say to me, oh, you should be a life coach. You'd be great at life coaching. You'd be great, <laughs> right? Because I would, I would, make them think like, well, what is it about this next step or what is important to you now? Or why, you know, what about this is like in your life happening to you right now? So it's really been a journey, right? Right. And um, I happened to take coaching classes last year and it helps me because then I found out my book is really a coaching book. I didn't even know I had written a coaching book until I took the coaching classes. And so that's only helped to kind of firm up, you know, my foundation and understanding and, and what I want to do and moving forward. Um, Cause it's all about really changing your future and bringing your future to you. Um, and then the writing part of it too, I've always enjoyed writing, never really thought about it as a career. Again, that whole creative world of uh, writing and art and um, creating anything from, from nothing. Right. It's always been a passion of mine, yet it was never really encouraged as a career. And so, again, getting into marketing, I was surrounded by creativity and art, which always lit me up. And then, um, but I had a friend 20 years ago who just loved how I wrote. And he's like, you should write a book. He wanted me to write a detective book, which I'm like, I'm not, I have no idea what that is. But then I finally came around to like, again, this is more me. This is right. And then I worked at a job where I had to do a lot of writing and I loved it. And then in introspection, right? In hindsight, understanding that you loved doing it and recognizing it. I mean, it's understanding yourself. And that's where the meditation comes in and people are like, oh, not meditation again. But really, it's just connecting with your thoughts. It's not, it's, it's not allowing the grocery list to get in the way of hearing what's happening inside your brain and with your higher self and, and really what you want to have in your life. Because we don't want to hear it sometimes. It took me a long time to get to the point where I I knew I had to get divorced because I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to acknowledge it. And I didn't want to know that that was what I had to do because I didn't, it, it was scary. You know, that, that whole process is scary, but 
Anyway, it's long, yeah. long roundabout way of getting to that, but I'm coming into my purpose, but it's been a journey. But I, but I love that because I think it really, you know, that's what our journey is about is that we have all these things that are teaching us and showing us the way. And like you said, maybe, you know, you were led in a different direction for um, your major, but all of those things lead us to where we are today. And I always look back and I'm like, oh, the things that I love to do, like, are you moving rooms? Yeah, I'm moving because like literally the leaf blower is coming like right next to me. Um, but I really love that you said that just because I really think like looking back and, you know, tapping into the things that excite me and be like, oh, I loved like on the swim team when I felt like I was a leader. And I didn't, you know, didn't know why, but like I realize now how much I love to help people and I want them to light up. And, you know, I was just sitting outside um, over the summer with some of my my kids' friends' moms. And one of them was like, you need to be a motivational speaker. Like I could see you speaking at church and I could see you doing this. And and at that time, I wasn't even thinking about podcasting, but I had all these goals in my head and I was dreaming real big. Like I wanted to work for Peloton because I was just enamored and obsessed with how they could just inspire from a piece of like exercise equipment. I love exercise. So I was like, this is my calling, you know? And then I realized I don't need to wait for that platform. I can just create my own and I can do all of these things and you just never know where it's going to lead you to. And back to the writing thing, like I enjoy making my Instagram posts because I love writing and I love sharing with people. And I love when people write to me and say, that really helped me. And that was just an amazing post or things like that just really lights me up. And so you have to take every little piece. It's like, I feel like it's like our journey is like puzzle pieces and we, we take, you know, different pieces of them and we put them together and it's all in perfect timing and it all comes when we are ready for it and when we're open to it. And I always talk about like my whole podcast is about following the signs and those little like things that make your heart flutter a little bit more and they, they scare you a little, but they excite you a lot. And uh, those are probably the things you should be doing yes. because if you're scared, that's okay because that leads to growth. And if you're excited, that leads you to joy. And all of these things will just put you into this. Like every day when you wake up, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do today? Like, I mean, that's kind of how I am. I geek out. Like I was telling you, I geek out over this stuff. I'm really into it. And because I, I know that it's changed me. The more I started to just tune into those things and give myself that opportunity to do them is just yes. the biggest thing. It's just giving yourself the chance. Like, why not me? It doesn't have to be like, why did she get to write a book? And I didn't. Well, she did the work and you can right. do it too. It's just, you have to just gift yourself these opportunities. So um, I love that. So since I was just talking about how excited I get over all of this stuff, what is something that makes you feel just so alive? Like what lights you up? Like you may have already touched on it, but we can retouch on it. Yeah, but what is, definitely. You know, I mean, really, yeah. It is having the coaching conversations. I love that. I love knowing that what I'm doing is purposeful. And also I love working out. <laughs> you I know? do too. I love painting. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, you kind of mentioned um, being curious. That was one of the things too, you know, that I, this whole year I was really focusing on like what could go wrong instead of embracing what could go right. And that's a complete mind shift and, and, mm -hmm. and being curious in the unknown, which is hard. It's mm -hmm. hard because it's hard. It's, uh, it feels unsafe, right? So it's like talking yourself through finding safety within the unknown and finding safety within being curious, knowing and having faith in yourself that you can get through it, right? So it ultimately mm -hmm. comes down to having faith in your skills and yourself as a person and believing that you know what is in your best interest, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then Glennon Doyle talks about scared and excited and it's skited. So I thought that was a fabulous word that I've been sharing with other people too, because like even the speaking event I, I did last Monday, I was scared and excited, right? So it's yeah. like, it's embracing the scared, but in a way that you know you need to do it. Like you said, it's, you just need to do it because on the other side, you'll have the experience, right? And, and the excitement, right? Like the, those things that just make you like, when you get done, you're like, I did it. Like, you know, it, it, it sounds so like, like I'm a kid, but you know, we do forget that like when we were kids, like we were excited to, you know, and to do things. And we just need to lean into those things that like are our inner child. And, you know, I think so many people silence those things about themselves. They just are like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I love being home with my kids and I love hanging out with them, but I just knew deep down, like, like, you know, mom needs to gift herself the things that excite her. And I am just so grateful that, you know, I'm in a supportive environment where, you know, I'm allowed to dream big and I'm allowed to do these, you know what I mean? Not everyone might feel like they're in that space, but I just encourage everyone to just gift themselves the chance to find their inner child and listen to those whispers and those things that like make your heart go a little faster. I, and I, like you said, you love exercise. It makes you feel alive. I feel like I get a lot of my best thoughts when I'm either running or doing cardio. I feel like I need to have like something that can read all the things in my brain going on at the time. Cause I'm like, I think that was a good quote. I should write that down. And then, you know, uh, but you know, I really feel like people need to start getting into those things that light them up. And I know you feel the same. And uh, absolutely feel the same. And you can hear the leaf blowers literally outside the door. It's killing me. This is killing me. We just name the podcast the, the, the real life leaf blowers. Oh my gosh, they, they got progressively closer and closer. Um, but yeah, so you know, we talked about that, and that's tied to meditation, right? I thought you when you know your workout or you're going for your run and you know what to expect and you know that this time is yours, it allows you the opportunity to let your mind wander, let yes. your mind like open up to possibilities. It's, it's, it's this place. It's this space of safety really for your mind mm-hmm. because nothing else is pulling on you. So that's walking meditations. Um, I find it. So I do Zumba. It's not, it's not Zumba anymore. Really more like cardio dance workout. It's like old school aerobics, but you know, mm-hmm. we had to reframe it or rename it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, your mind, once you know what you're doing, your mind is allowed to wander. I mean, I, I can remember my friend making lists. She would always like have a piece of paper out because an idea would come to her while she was in the middle of a workout or in the shower, because it's a calming time where you are not doing anything else and you know what to expect in a shower. So your, your mind right. is here, right? Right. I love that you said that. And, and to be honest, as in all these years I've been exercising, I never even thought about that. Obviously that's where I do my best thinking because no one's bothering me. And I'm, and, you know, in myself, like thinking in my head and, um, and I really feel like when our hearts are beating a little faster, that's when, you know, we feel very alive and, um, oftentimes I'll run to my Christian music because I'm just, I mean, how blessed am I that I get to do this? And I just really, all this mind reframing just keeps coming back to me. I mean, we really, I feel like have to coach ourselves through life because we can just get so, there's just so much coming at us as moms, um, just as entrepreneurs and all the things that we want and just so many people around us, you know, at the store and when we're shopping, it's just, if you don't find ways to coach yourself (laughs) through your day in and day out, you can get very, very um, sidetracked and angry and all the things, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I've had to have those pep talks. I mean, I have them often with myself 
one, even with my current job, because I I continue to market for a company and I had this upcoming conference and I was starting to really have a lot of anxiety about it. And I had to stop and say, Beth, like you are a very like capable person who has thoroughly thought this out. This is not your first rodeo. You've got it all lined up. You're going to be able to do this just fine. You can do this, right? But it's, it's understanding and knowing what emotions you're having. And we talk, I, I talk about that in the book too. It's called sitting with your emotions and understanding like, why, why were you happy? And then all of a sudden angry or sad, what just happened in your, in your world to, to bring up those feelings. And then you have to really peel the layers and really yeah. say like, well, this reminded me of this time. Well, what happened at that time? Well, this happened. And then what happened at that time? And what were you feeling then? And you keep peeling it back until you get to really understanding why, that is a trigger for you, right? Because we have triggers. I mean, life, life is the struggle. I mean, I, people don't necessarily always want to think about it that way, but like we're here to have good and bad, right? We're here Mm -hmm. to learn from successes and failures and failing is sometimes a greater lesson, right? Because you've learned what not to do. Yep. And generally need to embrace failure all around. And there's just, there, we're just here to learn the lessons and to do our best, you know, each day. Oh, amen. I feel that big time. Um, I just always think back to all the things that I had to go through and I had to learn. And the more I just take all the pieces of my puzzle and the more I, you know, practice all the things I talk about, you know, the forgiveness, the grace, the, you know, um, all the things, just leaning into the things that make me feel alive. But you have to also just give yourself that peace and knowing, you know, offer yourself the forgiveness and grace for the things you did or said before you knew better or before you understood yourself better. And I always say these um, to myself, at least like my grandmother always used to say to me, like, Lindsay, just like be happy. And and I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, as like a teenager or college girl, be bopping around, um, feeling all the things all the time and yeah. couldn't understand. Well, and I always just be like, happy. Like, don't you okay. happiness for yourself? Yeah. What is happy? You know? And then I now, now I get it because I've started to lean into my purpose. And I'm just like, I always say to myself, like, dear Graham, I get it now. I get it now. Like, and she was very, very purposeful in that as far as, you know, coming back as a spirit guide for me. And I mean, holy moly, I could go into it forever. Cause like I said, I really, really get into this stuff, but um, it's just beautiful when you just start gifting yourself the opportunity. And I think we really nailed a lot of topics on here and also shared with our listeners that it's not always, you know, Beth and Lindsay are just like these two happy, higher vibing frequency people. We have to coach ourselves, you know, because I think people do think it's just easy for some people like, oh, they just have it all together. And I mean, I had a friend who said that weight, weight is her issue, right? We're in our forties now, mid forties. And, and that, you know, me growing up, I had bad skin. So bad skin was my issue. Well, that's false. I've been, I've been consciously eating since I was 12 at 12 years old in seventh grade, I made the decision to eat better in my life. And so I've been doing this for 35 years. So it may seem to you like it comes quote unquote naturally to me, but it doesn't. And it is a daily thing. Like I pay attention to what I put into my mouth. (laughs) I pay attention to what I put into my body. Right. Like, again, that goes with your 24 hours. It's like, what are you doing today? What are you doing to consciously fuel yourself? I'm not saying I like wine and I drink coffee, but my coffee is going to be really good coffee. And my wine is going to be wine I enjoy. It's not going to be like, 
cheap wine because I mean, whatever, you drink what you like. And, right. You know, there's no judgment there. You drink what you like, but as long as you're liking it and you're not just doing it to just do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're like intentional. And I feel like it comes down to just the commitment you make to yourself. Because like you said, we all have 24 hours in a day. And I hate when people are like, I don't have time to exercise. Most things don't offend me as much as that because I've, I've got four kids. I could have easily just let it go out the window. And I'm sure people will be like, well, you have your Pelotons. But before I had that, I did CrossFit workouts in my basement. I did seven minutes of burpees. I would do things. I would hold my son and squat. I had no equipment. <laughs> just do right. whatever. Because, well, I mean, luckily I was blessed to, you know, have that motivation and discipline from swimming, but also because I have a commitment to myself and I have a commitment to my journey and I set very much intentions for how I I want to, you know, treat myself. And that means that I know that if I exercise, I'm going to be mentally stronger. I'm going to be physically giving myself what my body needs and, um, and, and those are two really like non-negotiables for me. So I, I think the best message from, you know, our conversation is that you guys have 24 hours and you need to make the most of it and you need to get, you need to write a list. You need to talk about the, write the things that you're good at. You need to make a list of the things that you want and really lean into those, um, that intention and that purpose and what lights you up because we promise that it will bring you joy. You just have to start going after the things that um, you're called for. So yeah. I love that so much. Yep. Taking, Taking control. control. Yes. Your, right. You are not a victim and you are not a martyr and it's nobody else's mm-hmm. fault. You have to own your life and your life's yeah. decisions and you have to own your lack of decision too. You have yep. to, it just, you own it and then you stand in your power when you own it. Love that so much. You're just such an incredible person. I feel so blessed that Connie um, connected us because I know that, this will be a lasting friendship because we have so much that we could continue to talk about, yes. but will you just share with the listeners where they can find you? I will put it all in the bio so that they can all find you and find your book and just leave our listeners with all of that. If you will. Yes, no problem. I'm uh, you can find me on Facebook with my name, Beth Lefevre. Uh Instagram right now is Beth and crew. Although I might be changing that as like things are evolving or 24 to more 24 hours to more, um, which I'll give you that, um, that sign or whatever. And then uh, my book is for sale on Amazon, uh, 24 hours to more. You just search by that or my name, it should pop up. And I believe you can do it through Kindle Unlimited, get the ebook or uh, get a paperback version copy. And I really appreciate like, you know, I had to put myself in the flow of the universe. I was in resistance and I opened myself up and allowed, I just said, I'm going to allow and I'm going to be in the flow. And I got the speaking engagement, which then led me to you. And it's just, it's amazing. The doors that open once you are open, like you said, and you allow, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, it's so beautiful. I have chills. It really, really excites me. Thank you so much, Beth, for being here. And um, don't forget to be free, be you and wing it and rise up. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Wing It and Rise Up Podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.